Our scripture reading for today comes from the book of Genesis, and it's Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 to 3, and chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. The Lord dealt with Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son, whom Sarah bore him. And continuing in chapter 22, after these things, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I shall show you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and set out and went to the place in the distance that God had shown him. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place far away. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. So the two of them walked on together. Isaac said to his father, Abraham, Father, and he said, Here I am, son. He said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. And so the two of them walked on together. When they came to the place that God had shown him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. And so Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Here ends the reading. So let's join our hearts together in prayer. Holy God, may the words from my mouth and the meditations in all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Amen. So the Akita, the binding of Isaac, the, the testing of Abraham, this story is, is at the heart of the Jewish scriptures. 
It's the story of God's promise to to build from Abraham a people from his descendants. It's the story of how Abraham's trust in that promise is put to the test. And millions of words, I'm sure, have been written about this passage because it's difficult, it's dark, it's confusing, it's challenging. And at the heart of this story is a tremendous amount of personal grief and loss. I think of Sarah. Sarah, who who waved goodbye to her husband and her beloved son, not, not realizing what was on her husband's mind. Scripture never tells us if, even after this, she ever saw her son again. It only tells us how sad she was, or he was, when she died. We don't even know if she ever spoke to Abraham after this. I mean, I imagine the grief her hearing what almost happened, if Abraham even had the courage to tell her that is. But how do you speak to your husband after that? How do you put your world back together after that? I think of Isaac. tied down, bearing the scars of knowing that his own father tried to kill him. What goes through your mind to think that you're simply the the object of a, a test between God and Abraham? Doesn't say if he ever saw his father again, alive anyway. seems to imply that maybe he headed down the mountain on on his own. Maybe never seeing his father, maybe never seeing his mother again. And then there's Abraham. And I don't know how I feel about Abraham. I don't know if he's the hero of this story. He's certainly put out that way, but it's, it's hard to see him that way. But when I slip into his mind and I imagine what he could have lost, what must have been lost as he was placed in this this difficult decision of of choosing between the well-being of his son and the well-being of the world. How do you not come out of that decision losing? Did he ever speak to his son again? Did he ever speak to his wife? How did this affect the rest of his life? Could he ever move past it? Did he carry it every day? 
I'm not sure how he couldn't. You wake up at nights crying at what he knows he was about to do. This story, one of the most important stories in the Old Testament, a, a foundational story of, of Judaism. While, while it is a story about Israel, about a nation, it's also at its heart a story of, of individual trauma, a story of individual grief. A story of individual loss. And that's what I want to hold up today. Because all this pandemic has been a story of, of large numbers, of numbers of sick, of numbers of dead, of numbers of hospital beds, numbers of, of businesses closed, numbers of dollars in national debt. While this has been a story of what is happening to, to our nation, to our species, at its heart, it is a story of loss. And how many millions and billions of losses that individuals have experienced. Over the past 18 months, there are too many to name. Some have, have lost family. Some have lost friends. Some have lost heart or hope. Some have just been lonely. and lost connections. Some have lost energy, slowly being worn down by various aspects of pandemic fatigue, be it the emotional or the practical. Jobs have been lost, homes have been lost, addictions have been found, and that is another loss. After the binding of Isaac, I can't imagine anyone in that family went back to normal. I mean, how could they? How can we? We can't forget what we've all been through over the last 18 months. We can't forget, pretend that it never happened. Even if we return to something familiar, we can never truly sit there until we acknowledge the loss we've all experienced. And so that's what the next couple of months of worship are going to be. going through and acknowledging what's been lost over the past 18 months. 
We'll go through what we've lost as a species, what our creation has lost, what we've lost as a nation, what we've lost as a, a congregation. But today and next week, it's about what we've lost as individuals. And so, during the service today, there will be a time when folks are invited to come forward to think about what you've lost, if you want, and to light a candle for that loss. And then, for anyone who'd like to come and receive an anointing with oil as a sign of healing. so that we, as sisters and brothers and community, can join together so we don't have to carry that loss fully on our own. Thanks be to God. Amen.